unlendable money fallacy. The Fisher equation must be used for combining a rate of growth in a money that is itself subject to inflation, as depreciation occurs in the future money. This adjusts the nominal interest rate to obtain the real interest rate. Presentation is simplified by using ratios in place of rates. As shown in depreciation principle, the commodity money growth rate is 0% or a growth ratio of 100%. Monopoly money exhibits depreciation due to seniorage. Monopoly money growth rate equals the commodity money growth rate divided by seniorage ratio. 100% divided by 103% is roughly 97%. Fixed supply money may appreciate due to price deflation. Fixed supply money growth ratio equals the commodity money growth ratio divided by inflation ratio. A fixed supply money is presumed to change in purchasing power in proportion to the products it represents, that is demand. In other words, with twice the amount of products, each unit of money will trade for twice its previous amount of products. Purchasing power this year equals purchasing power last year times annual growth ratio. 100 times 103% equals 103. The presumption of fixed supply money price deflation rests on the assumption of positive economic growth. In the case of economic contraction, the money exhibits price inflation. The case of economic growth, increasing wealth, implies interest exceeds depreciation. Both interest and depreciation must always be positive as implied by time preference. Interest ratio is larger than depreciation ratio is larger than 100%. The interest ratio divided by the growth ratio is the depreciation ratio. The interest rate divided by the growth ratio is larger than 100%. The interest ratio is larger than the growth ratio. Economic contraction, decreasing wealth, implies an increasing rate of interest, as implied by the theory of marginal utility, until positive growth is restored. As such, contradiction is a self-correcting condition. Depreciation ratio is larger than interest ratio is larger than 100%. The interest ratio divided by the growth ratio is equal to the depreciation ratio. The interest ratio divided by the growth ratio is larger than 100%. Therefore, the interest ratio is larger than the growth ratio. Notice that in both cases of economic growth and contraction, interest must exceed growth, as lending is the only source of growth. Given that growth is the sole basis of deflation, in a deflationary money, hoarding the money represents monetary depreciation, consumption. There is a theory that it is economically irrational to lend a deflationary money. As has been shown, it is rational to lend any money, including one that is deflationary, invalidating the theory. Any contrary behavior implies a purely speculative condition, not supported by the fact of fixed supply.